we had done chapter 24 from the Srimad Bhagavatam. The last chapter was an interesting chapter. It was about the knowledge-based system, that is philosophy of Sankhya. Now, philosophy of Sankhya is connected to all things material in this world. That means we have to understand from the unmanifest to the manifest how everything appears and how is everything correlated to each other. That means whether the senses are related to the body, the body is related to the mind, the mind's relationship to intellect, so on and so forth. That means the entire gamut of how everything is correlated to each other and then how you can cross over to the other side which is the spirit level, spirit and move to that other world. So this entire journey which happened from the unmanifest to the manifest and from the manifest how everything got created. Creation is a process and the process starts from the element stage first and how these elements created different senses, sense organs, so on and so forth. So we have completed that journey. So that was about the knowledge of Sankhya and how to reach God using that knowledge. We are doing chapter 25 from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, part 2. This is a new chapter called The Three Modes and Beyond. What are the three modes? The three modes of nature are Sattva, Rajas and Tamas, isn't it? And that and beyond. What is beyond these three modes? So we are going to study that today. Sri Krishna is giving this lesson to Uddhava. And we have been continuing this for quite some time now. I think nearly a year must have gone by. So let us continue with this. So this is chapter 25, the three modes and beyond. The Supreme Personality of God had said, O best amongst men, Please listen as I describe to you how the living entity attains a particular nature by association with individual material modes. So now after we have completed the first chapter, the previous chapter, where how creation happens. Now how does this creation, whatever that has happened, whatever that has transpired till just now, how this is coming in association with individual material modes. Individual material modes means how it becomes associated with Sattva, Rajas or Tamas. These are the three things that we are going to discuss in this chapter. Now, we have different kinds of senses. You know, there are five senses. Sense organs are there. Senses and sense organs are there. There are five organs of action also. Now, think, if I have to use one particular organ, or one particular sense. Can I use it for the three purposes? The answer is yes. Can I use it for the wildest of the purpose? The horrible one. Definitely. If I want, I can see all the wrong things with my eyes. Hmm? That means everything negative, everything wrong can be seen with my eyes. Right? So vision, I can have wrong kind of vision. Then, can I see everything which is just action oriented, keeps on happening, 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 happening. I mean, there is no rest at all. You are only supposed to be seeing one thing after another, after another. Do you know uh, people go in binge watching of all the serials? 
Now, if there is a serial going on, let us say there is a particular serial going on. Uh, Netflix has become famous in India also, of course. So, let us say there is one particular serial. I don't know what serials are there, but I will let, let me assume that there are some serials. Okay. Now, there is something called shoots or something like that. Okay. And there is a serial where, uh, you know, about doctors, hospitals, crimes. So many crime serials are there. There is the house of cards. There is that uh, um, serial which is about all the strange things, you know, which are happening in this world. Game of Thrones, I think. Now, you know, if I tell you, now, serial one is there. From, uh, I don't know what episode one, from which uh, year is still available to you. And there are 50 episodes. Do you know a human being can start seeing one episode after another, after another, after another, till he reaches 50? It is possible. People do that. Isn't it just like people who take drugs? <laughs> they don't give up. They will take one and then they will take another, then they will take another, then they will take another. And it goes on and on and on. They are constantly in that. So this is what happens. So have you seen the senses? can get disturbed just like this. So here we are going to discuss how the body, the senses and all connect to the different gunas. Alright? So let us see. Mind and sense control. Tolerance, discrimination, sticking to one's prescribed duty, truthfulness, mercy, Careful study of the past and the future, satisfaction in any condition, generosity, renunciation of sense gratification, faith in the spiritual master, being embarrassed at improper action, charity, simplicity, humbleness and satisfaction within oneself are the qualities of the modes of goodness. <sighs> I get tired reading all these things. <laughs> too many good things to do in this world isn't it so now let us see further than that now let us see the next aspect of it material desire great endeavor audacity dissatisfaction even in gain false pride praying for material advancement considering oneself different and better than others sense gratification rash eagerness to fight a fondness for hearing oneself praised, the tendency to ridicule others, advertising one's own prowess and justifying one's action by one's strength are qualities of the modes of passion. How many of you identify yourself in this category? <laughs> I think the whole world is in this category, isn't it? So, you will find that everybody is running after something or the other. Now, so many things. Don't worry, I'm going to discuss them one by one, okay? I know, if you want to shut off your and go to sleep also, it's okay because it will then show, you know, which category you fall under. Now, we are going to the third one. Alright, what is the third one? <laughs> Intolerant anger. Stinginess. Speaking without scriptural authority. Violent hatred. Living as a parasite, hypocrisy, chronic fatigue, quarrelsome, lamentation, delusion, unhappiness, 
depression, sleeping too much, false expectation, fear and laziness constitutes the major qualities of the mode of ignorance. Now, you decide for yourself how many people do you think are falling in this category? Lots of them. And there is nothing in this world that can stop a person from getting into this mode. Right? This whole world is driven by Kalyuga at the moment. And it is impossible for us to even think that people are going to be there who are going to be higher category than this. Uh, there is no higher category than this. Alright? Uh, I think Raj, your audio is on or somebody's audio is on. Okay? So, this is called the third one, mode of ignorance. Now, please hear about the combination of these three modes. Combination, first and foremost, you have one of it and then you want to combine two and three. I mean, get married in all this. Think about it. You know, let us say, one spouse is all action and the other spouse is all inaction. I mean, just full of ignorance and inaction. Then what happens? I mean, you can only think of, you know, <laughs> nothing is going to happen. Of course, something happens. Something is born out of it, isn't it? The two modes of nature, when they join hands with each other, definitely something happens. I was today reading about a person. Now, uh, this is, I think, Jim Carrey. Okay, now he had gone for his ex-girlfriend's funeral and there was so many, something had happened and he was accused of it. Because of him she committed suicide or something like that. Now that story got over last week. Last week it got over. Then a new story has started. What is the new story? There is another woman whether he is married to her or no, I don't know. But they are talking about his autistic son. And he never goes to see them and never goes to meet them. Now think about it. If there are two personalities. Now this is an important thing which, I have, which you have to understand. Have you seen the growth of autistic children in the world today? It's a phenomenal rise. That means... I think in the last so many years, I have personally seen maybe 1 in 10 or 1 in 20 where the, the child that is born is autistic in nature. Why is it? That happens because of this mixing of combination of the three modes. If I start combining the three modes, what happens? Alright? Now it is, let us say, if you are making a sabji, uh, a vegetable, okay? Now, I am combining, let us say, brinjals or aubergines with tomatoes and, uh, you know, um, let us say potato or something like that. It is edible, maybe, you know, for some it is edible. And those who hate aubergines or those who hate brinjal, for them it is uh, like that. But for some, it is edible. Now, can I add something sweet in it? Now, think about it. 
I'm going to add one one whole spoon of you know tablespoon of sugar in it. How will it taste? I have never understood how it will taste. Hmm? You know, once in uh, I have seen people. Now you know in India we make shrikhand. You know what shrikhand is, isn't it? You know, you take the curd yogurt, you put sugar in it, and it is that beaten curd, you know, and and then it is soaked over. I mean, it is uh, tied in one. Uh, that very thin cloth, what is that called? Muslin cloth for a very long time. A joke on, on muslin, by the way. Somebody wrote in, in her poem, Muslin. And the whole world saw it on Twitter as Muslim. And it created so much of problem in this world. So, I'm just saying muslin cloth. Be, be careful, right? it is muslin cloth. Okay? Tie it up in muslin cloth. All the water drains off and next day you mix it with sugar. And you have got something which we call in India as Shrikhand. Now Shrikhand you normally have it with uh, pancakes or chapatis, okay? Now let us say there is one strange character who will mix it with rice and eat. You know what is their justification? I eat curd rice, no? So I can eat this with that. I mean it is a very very strange phenomenon. Uh, you know, there is a, another comedy about this. I have, uh, I have said this before. Now we have the, the pancakes separate. Huh? We have rice separate. We have all the curries and the dals and all separate. Huh? And then we have sabji separate. Sabji is the vegetables that we have separate. We have chutney separate. We have all these things are separate in our, in our plate, thali. Now imagine, I mix all this together. Imagine, in India, I am mixing all this and making one burta out of it. And then eating it. Does it sound nice to you? No. But once it enters your mouth and it goes inside, everything is mixed like that only, isn't it? So there are some people in the world who mix it at first, before it has gone inside. It is called burrito. Burrito is not about you. <laughs> burrito, they take one chapati, then they put rice, they put all kinds of stuff, wrap it up and eat it. It sounds very strange for an Indian, for a typical Indian to think about all these things. So, pura khana mix karke. I mean, the whole food, you mix it up together and eat it. See, did you understand what it means to mix up sattva, rajas and tamas all together? Many a times when, when my students come to me and they ask me, Ki, why is it that your food has only one or two, uh, you know, uh, flavoring materials, like basically chilies or this and that, one, one or two only, or spice, one or two spices. So I tell them, have you ever gone to a South Indian restaurant? Go and check out all that sambar or something that they, they put 20 different spices at one time in one thing and make it into one sambar and eat it. Do you know where is the cinnamon? No. Do you know where is the elaichi? No. Nobody knows where it has gone. It's all mixed up. You don't get individual flavors. Correct? The individual flavors is what people care for. It's like when you eat an ice cream, imagine I'm putting all the ice creams together and eating it. Okay, whether it is vanilla, whether it is chocolate, it is strawberry, it is this and that. I make one hodgepodge of it and make it into one 
and then I give it to you. Is that okay? No. I put Coca-Cola, I put uh, Fanta, I put uh, Limca and I put four, five other drinks together and I give it to you. Is that okay? No. So in life we have to understand that whatever is the good attribute of that person, that has to shine. Hmm? Shine. And the rest of them, they have to be pushed out. So this chapter is all about how this mixing happens. And if it is getting mixed up to such a level that there is no, no idea what it is, then what is going to happen? Alright? Now, somebody told me, you have never eaten Italian pizza. I have never eaten. Frankly, I don't know what Italian pizza is. I seen in some, uh, you know, videos. Okay. In that place called Napoli or Naples, you know, wherever in uh, Italy. They take that dough, they, they put some little stuff on top of it and they put it inside that oven and they remove it out. I think they, on top of it only two items are there. I think one is the sauce, some sauce is there and some cheese is there. Alright. Now I have never eaten that. For me it looks like a chapati gopar. Sauce laga ke garam kadak chapati. You understand what I am saying? Khakara we call it, khakara. So you put one sauce on top of it and put some cheese on top of it and eat. I think it is khakara. So we have very interesting concept. But that is very important. Why do people from all over the world go to that place called Naples and eat? Even that eat, pray, love woman went over there, you know, Gilbert. She had to select the pizza only from that country and from that one place. The reason is because when you have something exclusive which doesn't have too much of complexity in it then it is really worth it so in this i have given you a lengthy explanation of so many gunas now i will start with the gunas what is it that every guna signifies let us take the first guna what is the first guna first guna is goodness i always recommend everybody see those who come to me i will say be your good self, be kind, compassionate, loving. Those, those are the words which I will say. Do you think I will say, jao, 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 kaam karo, ja ke sab, you know, <laughs> keep on running. No, don't run after money. I have, you can definitely earn money, but not running after money. Not be lazy, get up in the morning, do all kinds of things. So what is it? So what are the qualities of these three characters? First guna we are taking is Sattva guna. Sattva guna is mind and self-control. What is this mind and sense control mean? Can you control the mind and the senses? Ah, that's a very long way off. You know, it's like thinking that, okay, I will go to some Mars or something like that. Mars pay. Hmm? No, the mind is so far away. We don't even know where the mind is. Hmm? We have had a lot of serials on mind it, isn't it? Huh? But nobody knows where the mind is. So how do you control it? Controlling the mind is an extremely important characteristic of a Sattva Guna. Person who is in the mode of goodness has a control over the senses and the mind. Senses, 
eyes, ears, and you know, we have vision, hearing, smell, taste, touch, all these are senses. Huh? Our eyes will always wander off at different places. Right? Many a times I tell my students, I said, you know, can you focus at one place and look at it? Don't fall asleep. Especially if I have a boring lecture going on, most of you are asleep. No? So, <laughs> so this sleepiness is not in the goodness. Just imagine. Can you sleep in a very good movie? Why are you not sleeping in a good movie? Because it is interesting. Right? So the satsang, I mean, only people of goodness will control their senses and their organs of senses and the second one is mind you know eyes are drooping like this you have no control over your eyes can you understand that no control over your vision right what does eyes vision two things separate so eyes are this you can keep them open control over them like can you you know when the doctor says move your eyes from here to here we do that isn't it with the doctor we normally do that now they will say move your eyes like this like this they are seeing whether you have whether you are following that finger or no which means your sense is okay otherwise it is all nonsense you know yeah if this is going oh, yeah, yeah, your eyes have to these two have to come to the center Understand? You understand what I am saying? But let us say that when it is far off, then your eyes are going to be moving like this. But if it is closer, you will find that both your eyeballs, this, this thing is closer over here. Sense control is important. Why is sense control important? You have to be in the mode of goodness. Mind control is important. You know, you have those wandering eyes uh, like that. And the mind is wandering more than the eyes. Right? What? What are you interested in? You are interested in all the wrong stuff. That means your mind is wandering from place to place, everywhere. This is a very, very essential thing for a Sattva Guna person. Mind and self-control. Then tolerance. This is a very difficult thing for normal human beings to become tolerant. Imagine you have an irritating character in your life and you have to be tolerant towards that person. You know, there are people over there, mommy, 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 mommy. You know, those small kids who are there who will keep on pulling to the mommy's saris and all that. If you have such an irritating child or <laughs> irritating person in your life, you have to be tolerant towards that person. You know, we are supposed to be very tolerant people in India. Do you know that? Why we are tolerant? Because this is the only country in the world which allowed all the invaders to come. Okay? The invaders were welcomed with, you know, Full mala, the flowers, garlands and all. And in India we have this uh, great function where we will stand with one tray with, uh, you know, one small, uh, uh, you know, arti nikalne ke liye. 
and then we'll put some red vermilion over here put flowers garlands and then we'll say welcome to india you know we ours is the only country which welcomes everybody whether they whether they are good bad we don't care so india was invaded by all kinds of people jenghis khan from mongolia came all the way from mongolia he came we welcomed him please come all right after that the you know the british the europeans everybody came we said please come i think the only people who who actually started over here and were told to get out was buddhist <laughs> because no no there are reasons for it okay now let us say even if they come today the dalai lama is staying in india only by the way he doesn't go and stay somewhere else the dalai lama is welcome okay so you see during the ancient times the mongols came after that the you know christians came after that the muslims came everybody was welcome so our country is like a hodgepodge of all kinds of people and we are very tolerant towards everybody tolerance is like a kind of a thing somebody says i want to take all your jewelry away and i will say okay please take it you know we have a very beautiful taj mahal it's a it's a dead man's tomb by the way everybody goes to enjoy a dead man's tomb i never knew that why people go to see a dead man's tomb there is no by the way there is no body inside frankly speaking shah jahan is not there neither is mumtaz mahal over there all right think about shah jahan shah jahan must have thought oh my wife is beautiful or he must have corrected himself was beautiful so let me remember her in memoriam in a taj mahal and that is why he made that taj mahal and he inlaid it with precious stones then all the britishers and everybody who came to india uh, can i take one stone from here he said no 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 you can take the whole wall if you want all the full wall of stones you please take it with you can i take that kohinoor diamond which you know shah jahan was wearing why you want the kohinoor diamond you take the throne also with you come on and so the throne also left india the diamonds also so which is called tolerance we are very tolerant people somebody says something to us also we should never be bothered about what they say at the end of the day what is tolerance all about allowing everybody to do what they want and we are not supposed to say anything okay that is the job of a of a person who is in the sattva guna then discrimination now discrimination is not what the world says okay discriminate means i hate you and i like you no here the word discrimination is a spiritual word discrimination means seeing god in everything got it not discriminating against people the word discrimination in this context is see god in everything can you imagine india is the only country in the world we take the cow poop you know cow huh? the shit cow shit we call it like you say bullshit we say cow shit no we take the cow poop and we put it right on our floor in the house people drink cow urine now ask anybody in the world to do that sorry devina see you are wrinkling your nose for what reason 
But isn't that the whole India does this? You have to understand one thing. We see God in that cow. Alright? So even cow shit is okay. It is God only. Even cow urine is okay because we consider it God. Do you know the cow urine is used when you are... Now if you have gone to a new house, you know, let us say you have gone to a new house. You know what they do? They take Ganga water, they take cow urine, they mix all that together and then they will do like this, like this. You know, in Christians also, don't they put all the holy water in the house? So all the evil stuff goes away from there. So in India, we have cow urine thrown all over the house. Why? It's supposed to be, you know, Sattva Guna. So we are very tolerant people. This is a very interesting thing that you should know. Sticking to one's prescribed duty. That means not poking your nose in other people's business. Do you understand this? Sticking to one's duty means not to poke in other people's business. What is the other fellow doing? You, Everybody is interested in what other person is doing. Here, no. I, you are doing your job. You stick only to your job. You cannot ask for increments. You cannot ask for uh, promotions. Nothing, nothing. You cannot ask. You, you are only supposed to do your job. So, Sattva Guna is that. Then, truthfulness. Ah. You know, if that policeman catches you and says, you have jumped the signal. Okay, I'll tell you in India what we do. You know, when we are crossing over, when you see the police van over there, our speed normally slows down to, if the speed limit is 80, so you may be doing 120 and 140, so you lower it down to 80. <laughs> and in front of that policeman, you're driving at 80. Huh? Actually, Chitti was telling me when we were driving down from Goa, he was telling me, Guru, there is a camera up there. You know what I told him? Huh? It is not a speed camera. <laughs> so you can still drive at 120. You understand what I am saying? Speed camera. It is not a speed camera. It is just a camera. Somebody does something wrong, then they will check it. But the idea is that this kind of truthfulness doesn't exist in this world today. You know, can you go and tell the government, you know what, last year I earned this much amount of money. I want to pay tax. The government will think you are an idiot. You know why? People are there in this world. How to avoid taxes is what they are after. They are not after wanting to pay tax. Do you know this? This is called truthfulness. Telling the world, yes, I have so much of gold and jewelry in my house. I want to pay tax on it. But truthfulness is a quality of a sattva guna. Now do you see we are crossing out everything in sattva? Do you notice that? Because this yuga is called kaliyuga. Sattva is down to zero level. Got it? So these are very noble qualities. Noble qualities. So truthfulness is one. Mercy. You show mercy on everybody. Animals as well as human beings. You know, we say the poor cow or the poor, uh, you know, all those animals that are there, they should be kept in a very good place. You know, the chickens, they have to be in the open so that they can go. And that same weekend, hey, jaake do kilo chicken ka leke aana, and we will make chicken biryani out of it. I mean, what is the logic in all this? Otherwise, the person will say, I don't make chicken at home, you see, but I eat it outside. Oh, that is allowed, is it? 
so see i'm i'm also crossing out this all right so mercy we don't show mercy on anybody fellow human beings somebody even touches your car do you show mercy on that person no you want to stand in the middle of road and fight with him right so this is no mercy now careful study of the past and the future careful study of the past and the future you know what what this means not going to some astrologer okay astrologer is not a part of the sattva guna from any angle no no astrologer is a part of the sattva guna though he will wear orange color clothes he will put one nice tikka over here put one shendi over here and he will sit with all the fancy books over there i think you should go to all these fancy places and see this but these guys are the biggest crook in the world send four friends one after another okay four friends one after another you go to the same fellow and when you come and match your kundalis with him you know everybody's kundali says the same thing you are going to become rich in the next 5 years time you are going to win a lottery you are going to get married to a way. one day i was sitting in uh, eden gardens i don't know whether you know eden gardens in kolkata hmm? uh, rather i was walking down there so one guy caught hold of me and he is asking me uh now normally i wear jeans and t-shirt and i walk with one chappal you know one slippers so i was walking in that garden over there in that uh, lawn and this guy catches hold of me and he says idhar aa i said yes what is it hum tumhara bhavishya batayega i am going to tell your future i said very good first you tell me my past then you tell me my future so he told me all the possible things about my past you know he said you come from a very poor family you are born like you know you are born in one jhopadpatti these that all kinds of thing and after that he told me you know what today you are without a job you don't have a job you are roaming around the streets searching for a job and then you are going to you know never become rich in your life you are always going to be poor he gave me some nice funda and then i said thank you very much how much do i owe you 10 rupees so i removed 10 rupees and i went the guy who was walking with me there was another person there with me you know he's a localite he said uh, why did you do that he said i have to honor him because he's telling me a future which i should avoid in my life okay i was a regional head of a company right across the street okay <laughs> the, the street is right up opposite there is park street over there and my office was on the first floor over there and i was just taking a stroll over there but i was wearing chappal because i i would rather go without footwear so <laughs> this was the idea so it was a very funny scene so astrologers palmists and all please they are never from the sattva guna okay stay away so if anybody is telling you about your past and the future past you can definitely say and it's very easy to find out you have seen all the serials huh? all those crime serials they dig up into your nsa and this past cia kgb all that you can find out all your past and today for you also it is easy go to google and search facebook you will you will know all those girlfriends that you have had in the last past 5 years also of course ha huh? and how many heartbreaks how many times you put one heart over there and how many times you have shown you know like you can count that and you will come to know the person story so past is easily known future can never be told Hmm? so satisfaction in any condition anybody satisfied in this world today no 
You see, we are always dissatisfied. But the Sattva Guna person is always satisfied. Generosity. Do I need to talk about generosity? We are very, very generous people. We want to take from other people rather than give others. <laughs> Renunciation of sense gratification. Our sense gratification, we want to see all the good stuff. Do you want to see all the bad stuff? See, when I started talking about cow poop, nobody wanted to listen to me. You make, you know, wrinkle up your face and you are, uh, why is he talking like this? But, mm, sir, in India we do that. Don't talk about it. Why? Because, see, we use paper. How the world is like this, this is the whole problem. No, nobody is interested in knowing what is the Sattva Guna all about. Renunciation of sense gratification. Sense gratification means letting all our senses wander all over the place. But this man, the Sattva Guna fellow, doesn't do that. Faith in spiritual master. This spiritual master, I mean, I, I should call myself a spiritual teacher. I'm not a master. Chota chota terms. As a teacher, I have heard people telling me I am a liar par excellence. Okay. I am like this. I take money. I fleece people. Very good. I tell lies. I don't know. I think for the last so many years from the time that I have started teaching, most of the people normally have these ideas about me. And I say okay to them. Like I paid 10 rupees in that Eden Garden, no? So I pay 10 rupees here also and say, okay, you think I am a liar? Congratulations, you have just hit the right mark. You are a very good person who can tell the past and the future also. You must be from Sattva Guna, I must be from Tamasik. So, yes. The faith in the spiritual master is so very important. You know how important it is? The spiritual master will tell you some things which you may not even think in your normal world. I will just give you one example. Today in the morning we were doing one small verse where it was said that there is, you know, you have heard of the Mahabharata. In this world, Mahabharata, everybody has heard of, correct? Mahabharata and uh, the Bhagavatam which we are doing just now, we are doing Bhagavatam, very good. So these things, they were, Mahabharata was dictated, by the way, dictated by Vyasdev to Ganesha, Ganpati, correct? And he wrote it down. And this book which we are doing called Bhagavatam, Bhagavatam, Sukhdev Goswami, Sukhdev was telling Parikshit. See, the whole story you understand now? The first book, Vyasdev was telling someone and this book is Bhagavatam, is being told by Sukhdev. So I said, is it, that is what you heard? Who are these people? They are called sages, sages, S-A-G-E, sage, correct? Now I will tell you, in that verse it was mentioned that all the sages from all the yugas came at one place to meet Parikshit. How, 
can anybody from every yuga come at one place? Has it ever occurred to you? Just imagine, now I am sitting over here. Here Jesus Christ is sitting, Buddha is sitting. All the, all the past people, they are sitting in front of me. Can they be sitting here at this point in time? Logic will tell you as a Oen is at that. It is not possible, isn't it? So then what is this all about? So I explained very, very simply. I said it is like this. Sage is equal to wisdom. Sage is equal to wisdom is equal to spiritual knowledge. Do you understand this? Sage means wisdom means spiritual knowledge. So there is no Shendiwala over there who looks like a sage. Okay, he's coming with orange color clothes. Om. He's not going to say, nobody is going to come and stand in front of me and say Om to me. Okay. On the contrary, somebody will come, he'll say, can you give me some money? Right. So sage means knowledge, which is called spiritual knowledge, which is inside of you. Inside of you. Correct? Vyas. The one who told us about Mahabharat. What is Mahabharat? Your life story. Correct? Your life story is what? Mahabharat. Who told you? The sage called Vyas. Vyas means what? Foundation. What is foundation? Who has given the foundation of spiritual knowledge? Somebody has given, isn't it? In your past, knowledge is inside of you. I have already discussed that with you. Knowledge is inside of you. Right? If knowledge is inside of you, then who is giving you this knowledge? The sages. They are making it come out. Vyasdev is the foundation of spiritual knowledge. Sukhdev is telling Parikshit, the story of the Lords. Stories of the Lord. Stories of the Lord means all kinds of stories of all the avatars of Vishnu. Right? Vyas. Vyas means what? Foundation. Sukhdev means what? Somebody who gives us happiness. When we listen to the stories of the Lord, all these magical stories that you are listening to, are you not happy? As a kid, when you listen to the stories of the Lord, don't you feel happy in this world? These stories of the Lord which we are doing over here should give someone a happiness. Today, a mother herself doesn't know the story. How she is going to tell the children? If you ask her, do you know who is Sita? She says, I don't know. It must be some travel company. No, Sita is the wife of Ram. You will ask who is Ram. And then if you ask, do you know who is Mary? No, she stays in my lane. No, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Do you know that? So the, who is Jesus? This is what the world has come to. You ask the parents. Parents have zero knowledge. Today, if you go and ask your mother and father, they'll say, Hey, I'm very sorry. You know, during my days, we never had this kind of stories told to us. They were not told to you or you never listened to them. But I saw serials. Next time when it comes on Netflix, you tell me I will go and watch. Kali Mata serial is going on. I will go and definitely watch. 
first you should know the stories so this person called sukhdev is telling this story to parikshit before he died 7 days before his death he is giving him literally like you know one compressed pill well eat it 7 day story in one pill you eat it bhagavatam thing that the name of that medicine is called bhagavatam so that is what we are doing so did you understand how to understand the faith in the spiritual master the spiritual master tells you something then the la- then the next one is being embarrassed at improper action we say in india today nirlajjam sada sukhi you know the shameless people are always happy you you know have you uh, i mean those indians over here have you ever gone to a belwala bel pani puri you know bel pani puri you know even after eating those six puris he'll still say bhaiya aur ek puri dev na never satisfied after that thoda aur pani do na the bhaiya is not only giving you water and the pani and the puri also say wo thoda ragda bhi dalo isme thoda sev bhi dalo like you have taken one entire bhel free with it you see the whole problem with indians is that today we are never satisfied we are always talking about how shameless we have become in this world today this man the satva guna person is embarrassed embarrassed at improper action charity you know we like to give to charity where we get 80 cc benefits you know what 80 cc benefits are 80 cc benefits is i gave to this charity you give me a certificate okay i will take it less from my income tax so they claim income tax rebate income tax discount because they want to pay to charity charity means what giving from your own free will and not asking for receipt of it receipt you understand what is receipt guru ji i gave you money last time what did you do with it okay i will give you the statement of account you know what i did it <laughs> then it is not charity <laughs> charity means you give and you forget about it you don't have to remember it guru ji what happened to that <laughs> so this is what it is then next one is what simplicity we are the most complex people in the world you know if you if you ever go to a doctor you should you should find out how people go to the doctor when they go to a, a that shrink you know psychiatrist or something like that the person is interested in finding out how complex a disease he has and he wants all short forms of the diseases what a adhd or you can add a few more words to it we all want bigger diseases for ourselves because in the tomorrow we can go and tell in the office i am suffering from this and you can see you know if you open their cabinet you will find lines of medicines kept like this you know why they keep so many medicines because somebody sees you know my god you must be really sick yes i am very sick yesterday last night to you were eating burger and you were enjoying yourself you had that big pint of beer and all that no that was yesterday today i am very sick 
have to take all these medicines. You know, there is a big controversy going on uh, in USA where they have said that how these people deliberately tell them what disease they are not having but they have and they say, you know, you should take this medicine. By the way, that will come later on in the third category which is called Tamoguna. What is it all about? Chronic fatigue, you know, sleeping too much, expectation, laziness, anger, all that is going to come in the third category. So, if you see somebody going to a shrink or somebody going to a doctor and telling, Doctor, I have this problem in me. Can you give me medicines? 95% of the problems actually are psychological in nature. That means they have a mind. So they are never from the first category. Okay? Nobody is from the first category. Why? Because Sattva Guna has disappeared from this. So they are all working towards the Tamoguna. The more the disease is, the more the merrier. So I can have more medicines. I can tell the world, no, I am suffering so much. And then it is very easy to translate into the next drug, the next drug, the next drug. So you go to that doctor and say, you know, last time's drug didn't work. Can you give me still stronger medicine? There was one book written by Arthur Haley, I think. It was called Strong Medicine. Why does a person want strong medicine? Because he cannot control his mind. Do you understand this? So this is the problem that the person faced. Now understand this. This person is simple. Humbleness and satisfaction within oneself. Humility. You don't know where I come from. Do you know my father is a minister? I'll show you. Yes, one day I was uh, there in Mysore. Mysore, you know. And uh, we had stopped our car outside the mall. And when the car was stopped outside the mall, and Raj and Chitti went to take some tickets from that one of the theatres over there. And they took, I think, half an hour to come. And the car was bang in the middle of the road. So the policeman, he stopped the car in front, you know. And uh, he came and he asked me, Sir, now he was expecting some answer. So he said, Sir, car... You should not stop over here. So I looked at him and said, Commissioner's daughter is there. She has gone to go and take the tickets from the theatre. Ah, okay, sir. <laughs> and he walked towards his car and he parked his car over there till the Commissioner's daughter comes from upstairs half an hour later and says, So when I was driving down, so the person who is sitting next to me, he, he was an agent. He was an estate agent. So he's asking me, Madam is commissioner's daughter. I said, no, she's president's daughter also, if you want. She can become anybody's daughter, you know. <laughs> so, so in India, we are used to this kind of crookedness. So now you please tell me, where is the satisfaction or anything? Nothing. <laughs> so, the idea that, you know, the humbleness, never there. I can become president's son and president's daughter also, if you want to. You can be anybody, you know. Like I told you, you know, Bacche Gauda's story, Tirupati and Bacche Gauda's story. You know Tirupati, Bacche Gauda's story? You don't know? Okay, I'll tell you. One day I had gone to Tirupati with one of my friends. This fellow, he stands over there. There were no accommodations available. So he stands in that office and he says, I'm going to call up my friend. Anna. He is the minister for industries over there. And that fellow says, 
get so many people. Okay, it's okay. So this guy, he removes his cell phone. Hey, 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 hey. He started, you know, telling, I want accommodation. These fillers are not giving. And then he gave the phone to that person over there. Bachigoda is speaking. Bachigoda was some minister in Karnataka, okay? And that after two minutes, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. That fellow, that clerk over there is saying, says, sorry, sir, I didn't know you are minister's friend. And that fellow gave accommodation immediately. Okay, in Tirupati you don't get accommodation, it's very difficult. So he gave accommodation immediately. After I went to the room, I asked my friend, who is Bache Gauda? He says, okay, he is a friend of mine, you know, just some friend of mine. I told him, you know, this phone, you just sound like some minister. And the guy on the phone was, you know, hey, I am Bache Gauda. You can come <laughs> The way he spoke, this fellow really thought it is some minister talking and he immediately gave the room. This kind of foolishness happens in our world, okay? So today, please understand, nobody in this world today is from Sattva Guna anywhere. Okay? There is no Sattva Guna existing at all because we are all doing improper actions. Never proper actions. All actions are improper and are the qualities of the mode of goodness. These are person who does good actions. Now see, how many qualities we discussed about goodness? Now please go and tick all those qualities which you think you fall under. Do you, can you tick any one of them? The reason why we don't fall under any category today is because Sattva Guna is literally dead in this world. Hardly anybody is Sattvic in nature. We have all gone towards Rajoguna and Tamas. Rajas is not at its peak. It's actually coming down. But Tamas, you know, everybody is going to agree. I am 100% Tamasic. No, no, sorry, sorry. 90% Tamasic, 10% Rajasic. Some people will say, no, I am 90% Rajasic and 10% Tamasic. You decide for yourself which category you fall under. See, please understand these qualities which I am discussing are extremely important for us to understand where this world is. And now, in after this, next week we are going to do the second part of it. It's a, it's a number of verses. You know, this verse which I did is from 2 to 5. 2, 3, 4, 5. So we have just covered verse number 2. So 3, 4 and 5 we have yet to cover. Okay, in this. I am not saying that we have stopped at number 2, but I am saying we have only discussed the first quality called Sattva Guna, which is non-existent today. You are students of spirituality, all of you. When we talk about this, this thing not existing, it is our duty to move towards Sattva. We have done enough wrong things in this world today. Isn't it? Why can we not become charitable? Why can we not be tolerant towards everybody? Why can we not be loving, full of kindness, full of... Why do we need to have hatred for this world? And this is the important thing that this verse is teaching us. All that laughter which we did for the last 50 minutes, we are laughing at our own selves. You understand what I am saying? 
don't laugh at yourself can you improve can you become this sattva guna person it's not a permanent thing to be in tamas or in rajas we can move up the ladder and this is where we will stop today so we have done this new chapter chapter 25 the three modes and beyond it's a lengthy one so we have just done up to sattva guna next time we will do from the material desire great endeavor audacity that that verse of rajoguna we will do yes we can laugh there also and say yes i belong to this category we can say that so we will stop over here and i will see you all in the coming week so you take care of yourself you have a very great weekend i am not going to close this time so we just take care of it and i'll see you all